Hello. Hello. And welcome to our podcast, Miss Spirituality. This is a revamp. It's a new channel, um, same name. Uh, but I thought that this was actually a really good time to actually have channels like this and podcasts like this, um, in which we talk about everything that's going on share a little bit of information in a time where um, everybody's being isolated. Mm -hmm. So welcome to the channel if you're new. Um, Welcome back if you are an old time listener. Um, Hope everybody is holding up well. Mm -hmm. Um, Hope we're all taking care of ourselves physically, mentally. making sure that we are getting our needs met, making sure that we're taking time to rest and recuperate and uh, be present. Um, It's kind of a very tense time, but um, yeah, welcome back. Yeah, good to have you back. So today I'm joined with Christina here at my place and um, we should be hearing um, from Carol, mm-hmm. um, but over the phone. So, yeah. you know, as you all know, we're all kind of under that um, uh, lockdown kind of mode. So uh, we aren't able to necessarily travel back and forth as easily. Um, so this is just the exception. And hopefully, you know, worst case scenario, we'll all be able to join in for any future podcast over the phone, thanks to technology, we're able to do that. Um, But we thought it was a really, really important time to kind of create this podcast. Um, Because we had a lot to say and we had some some information to share and just thought it would be a good time to kind of do some self-reflection and and look at the different uh, points of view um, during a time where a lot of introspection is happening with people and we are all at home and some of us are just like coping mm-hmm. um what's going on in the world and that's affecting everyone yeah yeah for sure so um actually we are starting with a card read mm-hmm. so it's something we haven't done on the podcast before me and my sisters, um, especially Christina, have um, gotten into reading tarot cards and oracle cards. Um, she has a good amount of them, has done a lot of research, but also I feel like it's something that's been passed down through generations is, is the ability to read. Um, a lot of it's also very intuitive. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a way for me to kind of exercise my intuition and to see how it plays out in real life circumstances it's it's insightful in in a lot of ways for sure especially when you're at home yeah (laughs) time on your hands and you can (laughs) you're just looking for some you know ways to read what's going on and I think a lot of things are up in the air and the, the wonderful thing about cards oracle cards or tarot cards they give you some like mirroring and reflection some intro reflection on like what's going on mentally or even spiritually you know um it's something that I feel like we've talked about 
a little bit, but haven't really gone into. So this is a great time to go into that realm and understand the spiritual nature of things and and how that affects us. And like our approach is very intuitive. We've done our research. We have a lot of different modalities that we've practiced, each one of us. And um, but I think a lot of it is just kind of natural for us. So Mm -hmm. anything that flows with nature kind of draws our attention and is kind of like reflective of how we engage with things in a very organic way. And we're very, I think, I feel like we're very open to th- certain things and messages and, like, whether we're seeing it in nature or we're, we're seeing it as, like, a synchronicity, it's something that we, it's something that we always take personal, you know, personally yeah. and use it as a tool for, for our um, readings. Absolutely. I, I think that's a really good point is that this is a tool all of the different spiritual like modalities and the different things that people use like crystals they're all tools to help you reconnect with your natural self mm-hmm. and i think that's how we use them right um every There's different ways to use them yeah you know? yeah this is how we use them like, yeah in that way yeah so when it comes to this we're just uh, we're not we're not predicting anything we're reading and reflecting on what is happening around Mm -hmm. us and we use you know the the cards as tools and ways of kind of understanding ourselves and our mental state but also the state of the flow of everything around us Mm -hmm. because everything has a vibration everything goes in a certain order and nature does that it reflects back to us so we understand ourselves better. Right. right. And I kind of, and it's funny because I, I talk about nature, but I, I use cards as a form of that because I feel like it has to do with um, a vibration. Mm-hmm. And when I think vibration, I think nature. I think the natural flow, the way things naturally are. So mm-hmm. when something shows up for us, it's because that's the vibrate. It's a vibrational match for what is happening. So that card shows up to kind of give us some sort of insight mm-hmm. of the state of things. Right. And in an unbiased way or unbiased sense of not adding, um, what would you say? It's more of a vibration and not so much of a, of a specific, you know, energy or specific idea, which helps to like kind of neutralize what we're reading. It's not like, oh, well, this will happen and this in this order and this exact order in this exact time yeah we're not trying to predict yeah the future we're reading like these readings are for a reflection and i think that if this reading doesn't resonate with you it's not for you Mm -hmm. it has to do with where we resonate and then what we're pulling resonates with us and it's a reflection of what's happening around us that is relevant to us at our vibration right right. like there's also so many different like experiences that are happening Mm -hmm. but for different people they're able to kind of i guess reflect or read or interpret certain things that they resonate with the most right so there's a lot of different layers to this Mm -hmm. but i think that um it's a good way of like just reflecting it's really an internal practice it helps you mentally to reflect on where you're at how you interpret things 
How does that affect you? You know, when things start hitting you in a certain way, like you start hearing the synchronicities right. in words, those those can be, you know, described in a state of like spirituality mm-hmm. or it can be something that's psychological. Like right. there's so many different explanations as to why that could happen to someone, but they're still both relevant. It's still a yeah. reflection of the internal world. It's not, yes. it's, it's allowing you the bounce back. For instance, like when we talk about synchronicities, they, they could be like certain words you're, you're picking up on, you hear mm-hmm. in the media or you hear, you're just picking up, you're paying more attention to those words. So psychologically, that must mean, I feel that those words are drawing some sort of energy or trying to tell you something. Mm-hmm. And maybe you need to pay attention to that, you know. And it reflects the state of mind you're in, you know, like if if you are in a state of stress, you're going to pick up on all Mm -hmm. the stress around you. And if you're not in a state of stress, like, or if you're in a state of hunger or you feel anxiety, like Mm -hmm. those are all internal reflections. So regardless of what you believe, Mm -hmm. they're still worth paying attention to because that's where you're at right now. Right. And to kind of pull pull away from those words and kind of detach from those words and see and seeing like don't be in like if something's stressing you out and you continue to kind of pull in that that negative energy it's time to kind of pull away from that and say well why is this stressing me out Mm -hmm. why am i feeling like this what do i need to do to help myself in the situation or to ask for help in that situation i think the the most relevant thing is the self-reflection it's like if you are picking up on uh, these stressful or like worst case scenarios or like the anxiety, it's not it's not a point of like of ignoring that, though. That doesn't mean, oh, automatically mm-hmm. discard that emotional response no. or that mental response. It means that something is actually... on your mind and, and it's just trying to get, get your attention. Yeah. And it means that needs your attention right now. So mm-hmm. it's not a matter of like, oh, think good thoughts and it's gone. No, something no. is going on. Right. And it, it, it deserves and is asking for attention to be addressed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're not comfortable, you can do that with somebody you know, that you trust or maybe you call in if you have a therapist or mm-hmm. counselor or something like that or someone that you can go to. That's always a good idea too. But like during these times, it can it can just pile up. Yeah. And it, it's it's difficult because we're, we're all being asked to like separate ourselves from, you know, social distancing and separating ourselves from everyone physically. And that does have an effect. Yeah. Like, you know. It doesn't mean that you separate yourself from right, people right. in every way, though. Right, which is important, especially right now, since we are physically separating ourselves. We need. We still need to have that connection. And the yeah. Connection. Also, it also could be the opposite, where you know it's very mm-hmm. easy to be on social media mm-hmm. and not actually getting connection, but what you're doing is you're feeding yourself a lot of information. Right, and right. it could be overwhelming, overwhelming. Yeah. and you can feel like you're connecting, but there's actually no, no personal or intimate connections that you're having. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that's what we need instead is like a safe space or, you know, you know, there's nothing wrong with like entertaining yourself because I'm very much a person that likes to do that. And, you know, I like taking in information, but sometimes we're not aware of how that information plays in the subconscious. Yeah. yeah. You know, what you're feeding yourself is being taken in and it's being stored 
in your subconscious, whatever you're taking in, your music, um, social media, the books you're reading, you know, a lot of that, sometimes it's time to disconnect from that and actually go inwards. Because I think unless you are used to being alone or carving out a moment in your day, which I don't think is very common unless you're consciously on that path, um, being alone is scary and sometimes can cause anxiety in someone because a lot of everything starts rushing at you right. when you're on the go. And sometimes we don't realize we're doing that when you're go, go, go. Right. And we're you distracted. Could, yeah, you're distracted yeah. the whole time. And yeah. so it's like a lot of everything starts piling up when you're home alone and it's quiet. But sometimes um, that's not a bad thing. Sometimes it means that like it's, it's a good time to have a relationship with yourself and meet your needs and, and learn on ways of soothing yourself or maybe addressing some things that, you know, you've been avoiding yeah. for a long time. Um, me personally, I've, I enjoyed, mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate to say, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to say this from a very optimistic point of view. Like I can see that this will get boring at some point but I enjoy this alone time but I'm also an introvert which doesn't mean that I don't enjoy company I I enjoy people's company but I feel rejuvenated when I'm alone but even being an introvert I feel Mm. the first couple of days were odd for me because it's not (laughs) it didn't feel the same as if I was staying home alone like something else was going on and I did have a harder time I think that's one of two things I think that's, you know, one, there is a sense of anxiety or impending doom that does come with this situation. Like, you know, regardless, yeah, no matter what's going on, I think that's where your mind goes. Like there is some sort of like anxiety, like something's looming and there's a lot of uncertainty right now. So that is definitely different than like taking the day for yourself. Right, right. So there's some things to work through on that regard. Um, And there's a lot of stuff that I feel like I try to take my time. Um, I'm an introvert, so I do often have alone time. I feel like I was good at that. But honestly, I think this is a different level of alone time. And I agree. (laughs) I feel like this is getting down to the nitty gritty of alone time, like... No, because usually even a day or two, you know there's something else coming the next day or two. Like, this is a good, good practice. Like, no, this is the everything's out of your control at this moment. You have very limited information. You have the time. All you have is time. You you have this moment, and that's all you have, because tomorrow could change. Right. And, you know, and that's the interesting part. It's like you're you're almost living day by day in that sense of, like... And nobody's comfortable with that. Yeah, it's, it's... But I also... I know myself, and I feel like it could go either way. Yeah. Like, I either lay there, which is not allowed yeah. for me, because I have an injury now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is is kind of funny because I I could be that person that turns into a couch potato and goes <laughs> I, I through could... every single like movie and series on Netflix and I will tell like I am comfortable not doing anything. Yeah. But also I know that there was a potential that all I needed was a, some time to get myself back 
into alignment that, oh, you know, all the things I said, if I only had a little bit more time, I could do this or that. I could organize this. I could finally get to that. I could finally start, you know, doing these things that are for me. Right, right. You have the time for now, you know. So what you're going to choose. Yeah, that's the thing. What do you do with time? <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that an interesting point? And I forgot who it was that said it, is that even the caged bird hesitates when the door is open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, I think a lot of people feel like the opposite, like this is uh, like being caged, like this is being trapped. Mm-hmm. But for me, I feel like this is a sense of freedom. There is no one who expects anything, m- anything of me right now. So, yeah, like, true. all I have to do is be home. <laughs> yeah, the guests finally, no responsibility. Just... <laughs> like, nobody expects you to be at work if you don't have a job. But, but yeah. you know, not saying that everybody has that ability. I mean, I think that's also looking at your, yeah. you know, what you have as a luxury. Because there's a lot of people out there still working, Yeah, you know, yeah. in the medical field and and thank god they're there you know a lot of props goes to them anybody who's working at this time and they're feeling a lot of that backlash anxiety because they're they're the only ones out there you know like taking care of these people but i'm sure they're getting like a lot of that the backlash of like people being anxious and people like lashing out on them Mm -hmm. and people like i mean it's 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 tough but you know i just all i want to send is good vibes to them because yeah they they're on the lines out there they're putting themselves at risk they are still showing up Mm -hmm. you know it's easy to kind of cop out um they're doing the most Mm -hmm. while some of us are sitting here and have the luxury of not you know and I think that's kind of how I look at it like I have a luxury right now and yeah it's not under the best circumstances but hey yeah you you make whatever you make of it is what it's going to be right now. Mm-hmm. And you may never have this again. <laughs> right, right. It's opportunity. And not saying like those people that are out of work right now that don't have the financial, you know, stability, stability that they need at the moment. Like that's tough too. You know, it's like, what do they do? But hopefully we'll be able to, or they'll be able to apply for an unemployment and hopefully there's some benefits out there for people. And, I definitely, um, yeah, I, I feel like you're you're absolutely right, though. It's kind of, at the moment, what's very helpful with overwhelming, you know, situations is, is kind of looking what, at what's in front of you right now mm-hmm. and that worrying about that because, yeah. honestly, it's very unpredictable at this point. It and it, and it, makes, it makes a lot of people feel unstable and uncomfortable, you know, because it's like, will I have money tomorrow? Will I have toilet paper tomorrow? Will I have enough resources tomorrow? You know, like... I definitely think it's interesting the value has shifted. Yeah. Who are out there? Who who are the valuable workers? And who like what we value is shifting, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of yeah. like the is shifting. And I think that is not a bad thing because I think sometimes we take for granted certain things. I think sometimes yeah. we overvalue things that are not important or, you know, it's a good time to reflect. Mm-hmm. It's a good time to be reflecting on the self you know and that's going to be different for everyone it's a good time if you have the opportunity to relax yes 
all the years that you're not able to and all the times you're asking for just a, a few days to yourself, this yeah. is a time to be grateful for that, you know? Yeah. I hope everybody's staying healthy. It's a good time to start taking care of yourself. Yeah, and thinking about that, you know, as, as, a, as something that's important for your lifestyle and just overall and not just for the moment, but forever, you know? It's like you really have to put yourself first, your health first and everything, so... Mm, yeah interesting it's it's the right time to start whatever you've been putting off you know it's 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 not a moment to take for granted Mm -hmm. it's not a time to take the people in your life for granted it's not a time to take yourself for granted if you are the head of a household if you are a partner or to take your partners for granted because i'll tell you i'm doing it on my own and I'm lucky to have family that's there to help me, mm-hmm. but it's not easy. No. As a single parent of two, it's not easy. And, you know, my kids are old enough now that they contribute. But, you know, for all the single moms out there that are not getting help from their partners or single dads that are not getting help from their partners. This is, yeah, this is a heavy weight on their shoulders, you know, like. Losing jobs or yeah. like. It's not a balanced time. So also mm-hmm. looking outside of yourself and mm-hmm. and seeing what you can do to yeah. make it easier on someone else yeah. and not taking them for granted no. and not expecting anything of those people who are struggling now yes. even yes. more and yeah. are unsure of their jobs that are going to support their families and are doing it alone. It's a time to yeah. be grateful and to contribute what you can or... If anything, like, not add to the chaos. Right. Don't, it's not a time to, you know, hoard. It's a time to share if you have it. It's a time to check in with people the best that you can and to, like, think of it as that, I don't know. I was listening to this term, and it's, it's also a title of a lot of different songs. It's called Alone Together. It's like mm-hmm. we're, we're all alone. We, we may feel alone, but we're all together in this. So mm-hmm. I think that's important to remember when you are feeling alone. Yeah. yeah. And I think this is just going to, you know, for people who struggle with that, mm-hmm. mental health or depression, who are alone, check in on them. Like, yeah. Even just like text, a message, an email, any little thing just to, to let them know that you're there to... You know, if they need anything, I think that's important. And it doesn't have to be physical. No. You know, and that's, it's all you have. And I think that's what people forget is that your time and Mm -hmm. your, you reaching out, your, your time is of the most value right now. Yeah. You have gotten this little change person time that you may never get back. Um, Use it wisely. Yeah. Use it on yourself. Use it. To help other people you care about and use it to reflect because I think that gratitude is a very important thing right now is mm-hmm. look at what you have and what by being grateful for that you can also then you know look around you and see what other people don't have that you have and right. you can learn to be more appreciative of that and also you can maybe help others that don't have those you know same benefits and luxuries as you. Right. And sometimes the luxury doesn't come in the form of money. Mm-mm. Sometimes the luxury comes in the form of compassion yeah. or like time or just, you know, being aware. Yeah. 
And I think that's, you know, maybe kind of a little bit of the blessing of the scenario is that mm-hmm. like what's valuable has shifted. Mm-hmm. And um, you're right. Like, like with the, even with the money and like the economy and the stock markets, like none of that matters right now. Because everything is going, I mean, not to be like <laughs> an extremist, like the stock markets are do, aren't doing well. Yeah. You know, like a lot of people are out of jobs. Like We're all in the same know? situation regardless. Yeah. A it's, lot of us are in the same situation. It doesn't matter who you are. Like many of us are going through the same thing. And the focus, like you're saying, the focus has shifted from maybe, fi- you know, money and capitalism to like your life your life yeah your livelihood you know your neighbor's livelihood like you being well your family's being well yeah just keeping yourself well because something may hit you you may get sick that's actually what's important and i think that it's like i think a lot of people try to be mindful or they think they're being mindful but this is kind of a reality check for everyone Mm -hmm. Yeah, it doesn't matter who you are, how wealthy you are, how whatever you are, what class you belong in. It it doesn't, what country you're from, it doesn't matter. It crosses all borders, all boundaries. It's just everyone's being affected by, you know, the virus. So Right. Yeah, so keep yourself well in every way possible. Yeah. That's, what's well is inside. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mind, body, soul. <laughs> Money isn't gonna go that far, but like you know, prevention is is key. <laughs> yeah. No. I and wash your hands. I think that yes. everybody should be like. Yeah, that should always be a thing. And I always. Why is it so funny? Like I always am very aware. I don't know. There was like an SNL skit or whatever where the natives were. <laughs> I don't know. If anybody, it's just like you know, be mindful. Right. That's another thing. Be yes. mindful. Be aware. Be mindful of every. Yeah. Be live be, in be mindfulness. Conscious. Be yeah. conscious. Just don't. be conscious of your neighbor. Be conscious yeah. of yourself. I think that I like I was saying to Christina like. Being at the stores, this is how funny it is. People are so stuck in themselves, in the, in their own head. I don't think I've ever been touched as much as I have been shopping lately because everybody is so in their selves and in a panic. Yeah. They're just bumping into you, yep. touching you in <laughs> your face. Like I'm like, this is the opposite <laughs> of what you're supposed to do. But I don't think I've ever been so imposed on in my life. Yeah, it created the opposite effect. <laughs> be mindful, people. Just be mindful. There's no need. You're doing the opposite of what you should be doing. Just like hoarding is the like yeah. this is the op. Yeah. Be aware. Work with what's in front of you. One right. thing at a time. Right. Take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Take care of your family. There's Be enough resources. Present. Yeah, there's, there's enough. There's enough. If you take your own share and you don't overtake, there's enough. Greed isn't going to help you in this no. scenario. And, and being self-centered isn't going to help you because Mm-mm. we need to all be on the same page. Yes. We need to be respectful. That isn't going to come with money. That's going to become something that you learn through mindfulness and right. being aware of your surroundings and being aware of what happens. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter if you stay not sick if your neighbor is sick. 
Right. You're going to have to go out there sometime. Like, let them have some of your hand sanitizer. You can be isolating yourself, but you can only isolate yourself so much. This is where also being aware of others is going to serve you. And that's that win-win situation mentality that people have to get used to. And it's true. That, that's the reason why we're a city and society to begin with. I mean, we didn't, you know, when we were evolving into the humans that we, we are now. We did it for a reason. <laughs> we, we, we depended on each other for, you know, for survival. Right. Not, we weren't, like, off to the side. I mean, then we couldn't share resources, you know, or exchange resources. But I think maybe we should we should... Go into our card reading. Yeah, let's go into the cards now because they had some really great messages. I think that kind of touches on all of the subjects and I think that it is important um, to read and kind of understand what the interpretation is because I think these are great messages and I think regardless of what you think of cards, um, they're just really motivating beautiful ways of looking at life and being more present with what's happening regardless of what's going on right you know this is a very like beneficial way of looking at things around you and actually utilizing the time and seeing it in a, in a different light um so let's do that um i think that yeah we'll go into that Carolina to our podcast. Hey, Carol. Hi, Carol. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I feel like one of those news reporters. <laughs> How's it going on the south side? By Southwest you? side, reporting live. Uh, th- <laughs> things are a little hectic over here. I'm not gonna lie. Really? What do you? What have you observed or experienced? Well, today, you know how with the uh, curfew or like the prohibition. Yeah. Um, it, it feels like New Year's. It feels like, you know, you're trying to get to a certain uh, point Please. before the stroke of midnight, yeah. except this is at 5 p.m. Right. Interesting. So people feel pressed for time, short on money, and yeah, they're, it just, I don't know, it's almost like a pass for people to become more jerks. And I get it. It's like the self-centeredness and, and survival mode, but... Yeah. It's not gonna help. Yeah, that, it's like you don't want to burn your bridges while things are like this. Exactly, because you're gonna be living together next to each. That's your neighbor. Like you're gonna, you're not gonna be like, you know, you're gonna have to be living with them. So you might as well be nice and be respectful. Yeah, there's no know? need to add pressure or, right. or stress. When you are more aware of each other and you're being present. You know, like it's going to benefit everybody. Yeah, and, and, and we understand that people are freaking out, but like getting into like that survival mode and like hoarding and being rude and like shoving people and you know taking things—it's just not going to help. Like we all live together in the city, and it's it is populated. There's a lot of people in the city, so we're just. I mean, we're one of the cities that are have been like shut down. Right. Today. Right, and we're one of the one of the largest cities, so and we're shut down together. That's the yeah, thing we were talking right. about that earlier about like be alone together. 
mm-hmm. you know. What, what have you guys experienced uh, where you are? Been recently just like shopping where people are more so crossing my boundaries, more so yeah. like running into me in my space. Like it's just like that panic mode doesn't make you make wise decisions. It makes you unaware of your neighbor or people around you, which is the opposite of what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be respectful of people's space. We're supposed to be mindful. We're, you know, like not supposed to be crossing each other's boundaries, keeping that distance. It's just like, it's people are taking that and turning it into something that is actually not contributing to the benefit of everyone. It's going to contribute to the the opposite of that. Yeah. You know? Right. The more um, anxiety and stress, which will lower your immune system. So. Right. And not just that, like being unaware of where you're going, you know, like it's that internal self-preservation. But as we were saying before, yes, you can try and preserve yourself. But if you're not being mindful of your neighbor, you'll get sick. As long as one person gets sick, all of you are sick like it is you know there is a benefit to being aware and to being mindful and to not taking too much it's like we all need to be healthy in order for it to not cross contaminate right that's the thing we can't be in that selfish mentality that actually perpetuates the problem and it's interesting on my way here on the bus i saw an accident and i'm thinking about it and it's like and I don't know for sure, but again, everybody's probably in this like panic state and not thinking and just like kind of like, you know, just probably worried. And it's like, just remember like to be conscious too, like to be aware. Yeah, I know this stuff is going on, but it's, it's not, not going to help if, yeah. you're, if you're like in that. Distracted. Distracted. With things that are not in front of you. There's right. nothing in front of you at that moment that needs your attention more than the road, than right. your other other people on the road. Like, right. Breathe. Take your time. You know, do one thing at a time. One day at a time. That's the best that you can do. Like, yeah, panicking is not... It's natural, but it, but to be constantly in that panic mode is not going to help. Yeah. It's just not. So me and Christy pulled some cards that we wanted to read. Um, Interesting. Um, about the state of what's going on, just the energy. And we did a brief description of what that meant to us. But um, I think they were pretty relevant. And I kind of wanted to read some of them. I pulled yeah. my cards, which were oracle cards. Yeah, I really like the cards that she pulled. They were the Oracle Oracle of Shapeshifter cards. And um, by, let's see, who is this by? (laughs) To give them the the dues. Um, Lucy Cavendish. And the artwork is by Jasmine Beckett Griffith. They're very cutesy cards. I got them on Amazon. No promo there. But... (laughs) But I really like them. They have a great message. Um, and I always find them very insightful. So um, we wanted to just read them and, and kind of talk about what we pull and how it is. Because I feel like they're very relevant. So the first card I pulled um, is the... Uh, Chris, do you want to read that for me? See, it's... Uh... I don't know if I'm saying this correctly. Quetzalcoatl? Quetzalcoatl? Yeah, Quetzalcoatl. And it says, the priestess of time. So it says, the fetter 
feathered serpent Titsikoidal is at the heart of the Mayan people's traditions. He is a timekeeper. His return is now, and thus this is time, the time of most rapid, rapid transformation. I thought you were going to say it's the time of the rapture. Oh <laughs> my god, that's true. Get some quail, like, I, I, oh my goodness. I'm like, wait, where did you leave off? Uh, rapid transformation. It's pretty spawn. Pretty spawn, right? Yeah, and there's there's more. Of the clarity of, of a thought that can manifest into reality immediately, we are in the most challenging and fantastic time ever on this planet. And Quetzalcoatl heralds a shift between worlds of consciousness. He and his influences are now the new reality, and those who refuse to step up and embrace and incorporate the new energies will find themselves deep in struggle and unhappiness over and over. Mm-hmm. I felt it's very it's very relevant. <laughs> it was very fun. <laughs> it was very because I know we've talked about I know we've talked about how a lot of people who were used to their nine to five jobs yeah. and their routine life, mm-hmm. their lifestyle, which has been really really routine. Mm-hmm. I feel like we didn't really grow up that way. So mm-hmm. I was telling my own mom like I feel like I was bred to do this to be prepared <laughs> yeah, you sure. know like we yeah. we were always preparing for for something that we didn't quite understand would happen right there's, and it, it sounds just like that what yeah. part is saying there's yeah. one more yeah. sentence yeah. instead it is time to refuse to allow fear to corrupt your courage and to do what must be done it's really interesting it, I've, I I I don't feel as panicked as I should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like that too. I'm like, I'm just kind of taking it one day at a time because it's like that's how I do with 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 you know situations well, that are out of my control. Because well, when you think of you the know. nature of like panic, in this scenario, it's not helpful. No. Panic is not necessary. Panic is there for things that have immediate influence or impact on you like running away from something that's going to cause danger to you or from you know being attacked by something physically right in the moment this is not a scenario in which panic is beneficial right this is a scenario but i also but i also think that you know going back to what i was saying is like we've been preparing our whole lives Mm -hmm. i think that's why i'm not panicked because yeah. I've been preparing to be independent not that we don't need each other no, we definitely do right. in a moment like this but I feel like I've been preparing my whole life so I don't feel as panic mm-hmm. on the day to day this is you know like hand doing things this is like um, life for some people on the on this the is average. like going back to yeah to rustic and natural ways of being well it shows somebody's nature and I think it is important kind of how it used to be like unpredictable and being able to think logically and being able to decide what is rational and what's not because sometimes that was a matter of life and death and in this scenario it is a time to kind of bridge those those weaknesses in your foundation of familyhood of what's going on with you personally like do you know how to take care of yourself? Like in some cases, you can have an amazing job, but never had to cook for yourself. 
you know, when it's time to go to the doctor or not, or how to take your temperature. These are things that we take for granted a lot. And I think it is important for people to reflect on that and actually, you know, start self-care. Like this is real self-care. It's not ideal like getting a facial. But I think it's important that if you, you haven't done it before that you start now, you know. So now is the time to like pay attention to those things and and almost like facing certain things that you weren't used to facing yeah like like i think some parents some parents um are you know are used to giving their kids to their nannies or whatever right right and now like like the neighbor upstairs is having to deal with her own kids every day because everybody's off from school and work right and it's interesting it's very interesting and you know and yeah and like the the homeschool like being homeschooled and like you know like how to entertain your kids yeah how to how to keep them entertained or how to keep them you know like what do they do throughout the day it's interesting it's it's and what do what do people do when you can't order out you know (laughs) the the scare of getting sick or like maybe like eating healthier because you're not moving as much. Right. <laughs> yeah, being conscious, being healthy, like but not, you know, <laughs> still trying to like preserve money because yeah. you don't know what's gonna happen next. You're you know, definitely like, not gonna be going shopping, you know, for clothing right now. That's not what you're doing. Sure. On the, yeah, <laughs> that's not what you're doing on the weekends anymore. Like, it's, it's not. How do you how do you consume your day? Are you distracting yourself all day? It, it's just definitely it's gonna be very... hard for people to distract themselves like for example those who go shopping to distract themselves because obviously we're gonna have this lockdown and like right there's what will you do I told, exactly i told my mom because she likes shopping i was like mom it's time to shop your own closet <laughs> <laughs> yeah or organize your closet or yeah organize your space, you know? absolutely like, at, you know and i don't know it's it's interesting it's, it's i i mean like I feel like it's it's true. Um, it's a time to reflect and to be aware of yourself and what's going on around you, and you know, take care of things that you haven't been taking care of. Yeah. Um, let me read the next part of the card. Okay. I thought that was really relevant too. Yeah. It said, "It is the right time in this moment now." There has been so much pouring over of star maps, hunting for the correct auspicious moment, contemplating the right time, staring into the heavens and asking for sacred dates. But what we wish to say to you now is that you must act. The right time will unfold as it is meant to. For too long you have used this idea of right time as a tactic to to delay and procrastinate because you are afraid of what change will bring. The change will alter everything. Your ideas will fall away one by one and shift, change and rearrange. Everything will transform and nothing is certain because we are in the time of prophecy. Stop waiting for the right time because it is now that is that this action must take place. Yeah. How do you guys feel that has affected you? On a personal level? <laughs> yeah, with, with the whole coronavirus thing. You know how it has a lockdown? How Are there things that you wanted to do but didn't get a chance to do because of the whole lockdown? I feel like the opposite. Same. Yeah. I feel the opposite way. I feel like I need to like 
in the sense where I don't I don't ever like to feel restricted, you know, when it comes to having to feel restricted in one place at one time. But at the same time, I feel like there's a lot of things that I need to work on internally and then within my home and maybe within myself that I it's time for me to, to shift that focus and go go in that direction. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like, yeah, you know, work in some way or another was a bit of a distraction for me. Right. It was a, a way for me to, like, escape. It was a form of escape, too. And now I'm having to be home and to, like, there is no time or there's no excuse that I can't do something at home. Or I can't do this task or that task or organize and clean or, again, going back to, like, focusing on myself. There's Now I have time to focus on my, my health, my well-being. You know, reading more, maybe doing more meditation, yoga, or whatever it is that keeps me afloat and you know, balanced. I feel yeah. like it gives you more time to focus on your desires more than anything. Yeah, definitely. Your passions, you know. Well, yeah, for sure. I feel like um, we often have our day kind of mapped out for us because of our obligations because of jobs and you know taking your kids it really makes you think of that doesn't it like for sure expectations are those are those societies yours like what really is the start point and the end point right and i mean we feel okay about them because they serve a purpose right like you know a lot of us don't there are some of us and there are many people who have careers and they love their careers, so this is very difficult to not be able right. to... It's almost a part of their their, their identity. identity. And, you know, there's a lot of people that have jobs. Very true. And jobs are different than careers. They're both very important, you know, but sometimes, like, we are just trying to contribute back and be able to support ourselves. But it isn't our passion. And I think that for people who know that their job even if they like their job isn't their passion mm-hmm. this kind of gives you the get out of jail free card to be like well if that- this isn't your passion <laughs> yeah. now you have all this time to do right. what you want or what you say you want to do so it really is important to like reflect on that because it's like you are not obligated to do anything right now you literally are obligated to stay home so what are you doing with that time? Mm-hmm. Are you well, are you doing a good job at managing the time that you have free, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a good time to kind of like figure that out for people. Some people, you know, don't want to admit that it's not necessarily the job's fault. Maybe it's your fault. Right. Yeah. You know, and maybe you're not doing it. Is, you know? <laughs> yeah. Maybe you're doing a lot of everything else and you know, that's fine. But you know, it's, it's a good time to reflect on that because you don't have anything but time right now. Yeah. What are you doing with it? Yeah. You know, and I, I feel like, like I, I was talking to Christy earlier, we recorded um, in the earlier session. Mm-hmm. I know that I can go either way. Yeah. You know, I can go, I can be very comfortable being very stagnant, but as it so happens, I can't lay down right now without <laughs> being uncomfortable. So, I also know that there was a lot of things that I had told myself I just needed a moment to be able to get back on track with. And I am, I'm happy to say that I have been, and there has been incentive to that, whether it was like health wise, like I don't want to get sick. We are autoimmune, you know, 
we have our autoimmune disorder and it, it makes us more susceptible. So I have to be yeah. on point with that, with my health, or else I will suffer the consequences of that. And that will look very bad, right. you know, or is it like, like I have a pinched nerve now, like I have to move now. I have to be on point with doing what I do to stretch my yoga practices and meditation to reduce, you know, sh- stress or whatever keeping my mind on point you know and then the kids are home so i have to also be conscious enough and in a, in a good enough mood to handle that like regulating her day making sure she's doing what she needs to do yeah. there's a lot of incentives like i'm okay with that though because that's kind of what i personally want to build towards living in and not using the excuse of the obligation of going to work or living, you know, the day-to-day that everybody expects, I have to find a way to do that always because it does make a difference. I feel better. Yeah. I'm okay with the lockdown. Right. <laughs> it's when everything gets back, it's when everything gets back to normal that I need to be able to maintain that. That's important, you know, and, and seeing how, you know, that is a balance, like learning how to balance what's important to you. Because like we said, everything is unpredictable. Yeah. Like even that in itself, if I got sick, because we are immune compromised, I don't know what that looks like. Right, right. If that were a situation that we had to deal with, like what would happen? Mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously making sure that we are at in our best condition because there are people that depend on me, but also making sure that if I did get sick, I'd be okay. Like I'm doing whatever I can Mm -hmm. to make sure that I'm trying to be healthy so that if that does happen, Mm -hmm. I can handle it or I, you know, give myself a better chance. Right. You know, what about you, Carol? (laughs) (laughs) What are you, what are you doing to like, to maintain? Yeah, I I honestly feel like I'm only on day three, to be honest with you. I feel like I've just been locked in on day three. I I so my lock my lock my lock in or whatever you want to call it started on Wednesday, but it feels like a week has passed. It is not even like two, two days or so. It feels like a long time has passed. I don't know why. It's weird. For me, for me, it feels like time is flying. <laughs> That's weird. Well, it it shows you two things. One, how much time affects you that you're going to be, you know, tired of this very quickly. Or two, how much of a difference, like, one whole day to yourself can make. Yeah. You know? For me, I feel like there's constantly something going on every day. And I think it's, maybe it has a lot to do with other people's schedules and as well as being surrounded by a lot of people yeah where i'm at because everybody goes to work you know nine to five out here so when everybody leaves for work everybody's leaving at the same time everybody's also getting home at the same time and it's very different in that way yeah um so i feel like there's always something to do and i've just been honestly i've just been cleaning as a way of getting back to, to a normality yeah. Yeah. yeah like I i've been mopping and like cleaning dishes and like you know cleaning the bathroom i went through my spring wardrobe recently because 
you know, obviously <laughs> with all this distraction, spring just came around, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I was putting away all the But I was putting away all the heavier coats away and Honestly, to be honest with you, what I realized in my wardrobe, uh, all I'm wearing is like t-shirt and jeans, t-shirt and jeans, sweaters, t-shirt and jeans. Mm -hmm. To be honest and with you, I feel like it's inspired like minimalism right yeah. now. I just feel oh, like absolutely. getting rid of everything. Yeah. Like, I feel like that right now too. There's a lot of crap I don't think yeah. cluttering it, I feel like the minimalism inspired um, to be ready for this in a mm -hmm. weird way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. For sure, because it's like, you know, nobody expects to be sharing their house with their <laughs> You can accumulate a lot of shit, but how much of that shit is serving you? Mm -hmm. You know, and I don't know, like, I feel like open space really brings peace of mind to me. So that like is kind of the goal now. Like, that's very true. And I was thinking about, because I love, I spend a lot, like my bedroom is the biggest, part of my apartment because it used to be my, my living room mm -hmm. and now it's my bedroom. But now that I spend more time in it, I'm like, I need, this needs to be a comfortable space. For right, because you're in it now. Right, I'm spending more time there, so it needs to be comfortable. You're not like a bypass. Right, you're, like, you're not in an hour in here. No, I, I spend my whole day in there, so it needs to be comfortable. <laughs> like what else? Like, it turns into like, it's really take, making the most of your space too. Like what does that space have to be for you as a person? Mm -hmm. It's an art studio. It's like a resting place. It's a gym. Like what, what does it have to be That's for true. you? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. So I don't know, but it also makes me realize like how much I'm tolerating. Yeah. <laughs> that isn't like yeah. you're, you're so quick to go and come like you're just like, tolerating a lot of shit you probably shouldn't that's true because you're not spending time at, before you weren't spending a lot of time at home and now that you're spending more time you're like why is it this why is this here why is this here i don't need it why is it put her over here like why and if you live with get someone, out of here just throw it all away <laughs> when you're living with someone you're like why are you so unorganized and dirty wait but, but you're like phillips at work though like, but when he comes home, because I, I rearranged the whole bedroom and I organized all myself. And he, he was tired, but he threw, he has this habit of throwing his socks on the floor. Oh, I'm like, no. no. <laughs> Can you please I spend the whole day cleaning this room and organizing? Can you please at least put that in the hamper? Right? That's, that's, that's <laughs> <laughs> but see, like, I don't know. I think that the, what did they say? The more energy you put into something, the more you value it. So, the amount of energy you're putting into your space, you're gonna value it more. Yeah. Like, so you're cleaning or you're organizing, it, it has a value because it took yeah. up some of your time. That yeah. took up some of your life. Yeah, yeah, it did. Did. So, it did. So, Definitely. I mean, but I guess that is like, that's more like being self-aware. That's a part of the, what is it, mindfulness. Yeah. Yeah. Practice is like being very intentional. Like that is a conversation I had with, one of my friends, like when I went to have dinner and we, we pulled tarot and there was like that card was, his description of it for me was like kind of along the same theory of like mindfulness. Yeah. And it's true. Like, I think sometimes when we're in a state of panic and we have to get stuff done, like mindfulness doesn't mean sitting down and meditating all the time. It means moving with intention. Right. It means right. like living presently. And sometimes meditation 
someone's so cluttered and so chaotic definitely they, they need they need that in mm-hmm. that moment but then after that you live in it right it's That's not just practice. for that moment it's a practice of being self-aware right. it helps with anxiety because it means that you are looking at what's in front of you instead of the big picture which a lot of people with anxiety do like oh you know and then you start on a tangent of everything's going down to hell like but it's just being present with right now and being present with what you're doing, how you're handling what's in front of you. Mm-hmm. And I think that is especially important right right now. Yeah. Like, I think people are, that is the reason why people are trying to run people over, people are getting to accidents, people are being assholes. Like, yeah. they're all over the place with that. Like, right. that's not helping anyone. Right. It's not helping you, it's not helping anyone around you. And, and staying into that, not everyone's behaving like that, but there mm-hmm. are people out there, please do not engage with them <laughs> just let them be and just like, yeah don't away. try to yes away just, just like, walk okay, the other way don't try to educate them in that moment don't don't try to stop them but that's another you just need to be mindful of yourself don't try to correct other people be present with yourself you are only in control of your own environment period and that's always like that's it like you can't you know you can't really can't help that they can't fix that and help that just you know Mm -hmm. you have enough on your plate right exactly let's just say that yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah for sure (laughs) yeah and another thing i want to i guess mention is that it's a very important time to find things that make you laugh yes you know like that's always important at a time like <laughs> try not to be too serious laughter yeah. is very good it's engaging good... in positive things yeah. is okay yeah. you don't have to be solemn yeah. i you know what i find interesting is like the disconnect like you don't have to disconnect from people like mm-hmm. isolation does not mean right that's an, a good a good point too does it mean to completely disconnect? Yeah, you don't have to restrict your, you know, reaching out when you need it. Right. Or conversating with, with people or friends over the phone or whatever, like, mm-hmm. that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> What's been really hard lately is, um, you know, some, some of us, not me, but some of us, still have to go to work because it's considered um, like a necessary like job mm. yeah with, like with, with those, yeah. yeah like the postman nurses grocery yeah. stores um, just like a lot like for, well like my mom's husband he works in the uh, recycling industry and he got a letter saying that it's a necessary job that it manufactures a lot of metals to what goes into food, uh, medical grade things, and also, you know, like uh, police weaponry and things like that. So, Mm. so it's been really hard, I guess, um, dealing with that because obviously they're your loved ones and they're out there kind of risking their health every day to help, to help people. And even if they don't show signs of like being ill, they can still come back and like, you know, infect right. people. So that's right. been really, that's been really hard to kind of wrap my mind around. 
Yeah, we were talking about that earlier too. We addressed like there's a ton of people, you know, we talked about taking advantage of the time if you have the luxury mm-hmm. of taking advantage of the time that you have off. But there's a lot of people that don't have that luxury and that mm-hmm. some of us have to look at it. If your job is willing to work with you, if your job is still paying you, yeah. you know, but there's a lot of people that don't have that luxury. A lot of people in the healthcare field, in any field, if you're out there working, that you're exposed, like you're yeah. putting your life on the line. Right. Um, you are working and that also needs support. Like people right. need to be mindful of the workers that are out there servicing you, helping you. Like don't take your shit out on them. Yeah. That's bull. Like yeah. they are out there and they're providing you with a service and we need to be mindful. That's one of the other real reasons to be mindful of stuff like that you know right right i'm sorry if you can hear the pounding no uh there's a kid like literally jumping (laughs) so i do want to read the second card Mm -hmm. and i want to have and it was the dragging dragonling garden so these cards are based off of obviously animal or mythical creature this card i feel resonated with me and I want people to keep an open mind and interpret it in a very open way because there's a lot of obviously mythical ways of describing this card in in the way that described it yeah that I'm gonna read in a minute but it really is extremely relevant to this time and something that I've kind of observed as another positive of the isolation So the theme and the message of this card is a new world is born. And it says, Dragging Ling is a fairy caretaker of the newborn dragons. So the theme is the story behind the card. So I'm reading that. And like I said, keep an open mind, apply it where it's relevant. Her garden is their nursery, their safe place where they first meet nature, flowers, bees, butterflies, shapeshifters, fairies, animals, and now you. Baby dragons are very rare and extremely precious. For a long time, they have not been entrusted to this world and they move between the worlds. Their elders watching humans to see when we would finally rebirth ourselves. Only when we have nearly destroyed ourselves, learned that this is not the way, and pulled back from the brink of destruction, will the elders give the young ones to us as a sign that we have changed what was to have been our horrible collective fate. No longer will we slaughter the wild woods, the keeper, the keeping places of the magic fae, No longer will we torment those who can speak with the beings in the Summerlands or see the shape of the souls above their physical form. No more shall we force others to believe in one way to the source. We have been to the edge of the cliff, pulled back, grown wings, and decided to fly instead. We will care for and respect the animals as our kin. And you who now meet the dragon in her tender form will grow strong and become powerful, but never a danger to all that is. You are proof of the beauty of this world, of its worth, and you will honor all life in its reborn world. 
What do you think of that? I definitely think we're going through a transformation as a collective. Just because we're all going through this. And because of that, I think the, the, the world in itself is being affected, but in the same way, you know? But not in a, necessarily in a negative way, I just feel like the area is like, it, to me, what that card represents is the self-realization. The, realis- the realization of oneness mm-hmm. and as we were talking about earlier the value of things mm-hmm. being pushed to the edge like this and having to contemplate life and death mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I know that you know I know that this is not necessarily death on a mass scale but it pushes people's minds to that idea In that direction and it pushes people to think outside of themselves if this was it and what is valuable and in a way it's a reminder of the gothic era yeah yeah where it was caused by a lot of disease and death and so they were forced to create artistry of skulls and everything it's just it's a it's a reflection and you know, obviously nature is responding to it and quickly, like it's kind of insane how quickly nature bounces back when we're not touching it. Well, yeah. because everything's shut down, it's giving the earth a little boost Yeah. to, to yeah. kind of repair itself in, in very small ways, but it's more than what we've been been aware of or have even able to been, give right, yeah. or right. willing to give because we're all able to give it. But I think it's allowing for us to see when we don't impose, it's allowing us to see what happens just in a few days. Like not, we haven't done this very long. There are certain places that have done it longer, like mm-hmm. the, the massive impact that would happen and how- That's kind of an interesting theory that. though, don't you think? Yeah, no, definitely. It's like, it's like, it's like, if people didn't want to be eco-friendly or go green to give the world a chance to repair, what better not than to, you know, let's hypothetically think, and I was jumping into, um, you know, conspiracy, conspiracy theory. <laughs> but it's like, we know that humans are not going to cooperate, but what's the one thing that would scare them into cooperating? Death and disease disease and to be like you're restricted to stay home here's the thing this is forced empathy it's forced empathy because it still would happen if nature goes to shit if everything global warming if we lose everything that we're already losing we will die Mm -hmm. as a species but this is instant yeah and it's forced empathy well, it's if, if you're not like saying, about dying eventually, what happens if you die now? Can right, we it's almost like something different? Switching the, uh, turning yeah. the tables. It's like you the said you couldn't. You and not on, right, you said this couldn't you. be done, but it already has been. When you try hard enough, when enough is on the line, mm-hmm. you can. Yeah. You're just not willing to. And some people, yeah, it's almost as if the earth is like saying, 
you know, you're not caring about this world, but I'm going to make you care about your world. Right. Because that's the only way you'll you'll pay attention. But right. it's just, it's yeah. one and the same. Like, I, you're not taking the people you see every day for granted. Mm-hmm. You're having to self-reflect. You're having to take care of yourself. You're having to be present with your family. You can take it either way you want to take it. And, you know, it has not to take this very lightly because people have already been affected. Right. And that, that's, yeah, that's, not that's a different, you know, right. thing altogether. We're not, we're not it's not minimizing that situation, but not everybody is in that situation. And people right. are too distracted about being in that situation that they're not taking advantage of the situation they're in now. They're not, you have to learn from it, create the world you want. And like, even what our, our cousin posted on Facebook, he, he said something about... And our cousin's in Belize. Yeah, our cousin <laughs> from Belize. He was saying something about if we, if, if we were to regularly take the, a week off, just so that nature could replenish but, itself. What, what harm would that do? Yeah. This is your world too. And you can do it but it's making us more aware of our internal world you know yeah and that's it's a win-win situation it really is a win-win situation when we take away your identity or distractions make you accountable for yourself make you have time to heal yourself give us time the world has time to heal itself we're all in a space to heal and that on a collective world wide level is I don't know if it's ever been done. And that's that's definitely the positive side of the situation. Like, you know, if you're not, unfortunately, we're using less gas, we're both. using less resources right now. Yeah. We're having to stay inside. You know, we're not consuming and buying all this, this crap that we don't need. Like, and at the very not worst, smoking either. Like, you don't have your what Starbucks for a week? Yeah. Buy the freaking coffee at home. Mm-hmm. I did, but I, I messed up because I should have had <laughs> I didn't get another backup. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> but when I went to the store, they were completely out of regular half and half. I mean, all I could, you know what I was thinking is all I could think of was why not make this a regular thing? No, it's, it's every it's year. Yeah. You know, like, is it? celebrating one day of Earth Day, like, I can stop functioning for a week. Yeah, that would be, that would be nice and interesting. <laughs> That's right. And, and the, the amount of repair that in yeah. like a week, I'm like, that's insane. And, it, and a week is not that much of time. Right? It really isn't. And what's actually important to you? That's what this whole thing is. And that is a great takeaway is, no. that's how you should be viewing every day. Tomorrow is not promised. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Like, what is actually important to you? What do you need? Yeah. Or what are you trying to make, you know, your priority right now? Yeah. All those false cushions are just falling apart. And they should. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. It's a bad time to look for <laughs> a job. Yes. Yeah. But maybe working. that's a good time to start a career. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. It's, 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 it's well, they were saying everybody's creative. working from home now, and I've been yeah. doing that for the past 10 years. Exactly. Like exactly. Entrepreneurs and like people that are doing like freelance jobs, that's they've been doing that for forever. So it's, you know, it's just 
they're trying to be creative about it and we need that right now with people it just shows the value of that too like when people are stressed when people you know need some sort of something else other than the coronavirus to look at like Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like that's where that comes in people are like what good is that what good is that that's the good of it replace that with a lot of different things but stop you or get in the way i mean it's something i'm not saying not to be mindful of it but there's a point where that's enough right and it's not healthy right right so yeah I mean, it it literally looks like the apocalypse outside, like, like the walking dead or resident evil. We don't know what's going to happen. So I think that the inconsistency, I think the unpredictability is probably the best thing that has ever happened to some people who have gotten a little too comfortable where they're at. And they're not happy where they're at, but they're just comfortable with it. It's shaking them up. It's like the world saying, what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) For sure. It's definitely the tower moment. Tower card moment. (laughs) Whether you're ready for it or not, let's shake you up. Yes. Yeah. This was fun and a very new experience, for sure. Well, I think we'll do more, regardless if we're together or not. We're going to congregate. Yeah. And spread the word and keep people entertained <laughs> and positive <laughs> and enlightened and all those things. Maybe we can do um, tips on how to get through this all. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's a good, a good idea. Yeah. I'll have a week under my belt. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. How to deal with neck cramps from laying and do a poll. Maybe some people are looking for like answers to things that we can easily recommend. Oh, we can get into relationships being closed in together. You know, that's a whole nother, yeah, a whole nother hour. Yeah. Even though we're refraining from going outside and things like that, and we have to you know, do some social distancing when th- the three of us girls already do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I must say We're that acknowledging you... that we are like that naturally, and it might be a little easier for some of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'd like to say that uh, doing the podcast has helped me to feel closer, like we're still together. Yeah. For sure. I think that it's a great thing to start up again. I think now more than ever that we need connection in any way possible. And I think that sharing and listening and being part of each other's lives is important for us sisters, but not just for us sisters, you know, for all of our community, whoever wants to be part of something, wants to feel like family, who needs someone to listen to and feel like you're not alone. Um, yeah, this is what this is here for. Yeah. And those people that are inspired to start their own podcast as well, or any creative endeavor. And also, I was going to say something else. I was going to say that, it, I don't know, Like the, I feel like the podcast has given me purpose to like, put forth my my creativity and my you know sense of um, 
intuition into place because it gives me purpose. It's like, well, what am I doing this? For? It reminds me of why I'm doing what I'm doing, you know, in that sense. For sure. And I feel like we all need that right now. I think for people who feel lost, you know, even though this might not be what you want, it's a place to feel like you belong when while you're figuring it out for yourself. And we want to thank everyone. I think it's important to validate people's individual, I guess, experience, their human experience right now. Yeah, I mean, I just I think that sometimes you just need to feel like you can listen to someone and, and be part of something without having to contribute. If you don't know what's going to happen, if you don't know if you have a job when you return, if you don't know where life is taking you or what to think of because this is hard on you to be alone or you know like you have nothing to do like mm-hmm. know that you're not alone and that there's more to it than that it gives you something to think about and that you're always welcome and yeah. that you know we're, we're all in it together right that's what they keep saying on tv and if there's anyone that has like questions or just one has a subject they want to talk about feel free to message us mm-hmm. and we'll go through it so we can all talk about it together and you know, share. I think that building community is probably going to be ideal right now. And make sure to check in on those that you haven't heard from or that you're worried about, your loved ones, the elders, you know, just to make sure everybody's doing okay, even in isolation. Yes, definitely. I think that's very important. For sure. Well, thank everybody for joining us. Thank you for having me. And we will see you next time. Bye. 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 Be safe. <laughs> and be wash your hands. Wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Count to 20. Thank wash you. your hands.